Talk Recorded live. Hey, uh, I think I forgot to do my drop-in from a famous uh, black sitcom uh, catchphrase. In the last couple of podcasts, I did, you know, what's happening with Hey, Hey, Hey. I did Dynamite uh, with Brother Beavis on one of the uh, podcasts for the OG Pop Secret Wars podcast. Um, I did What You're Talking About on one of the other podcasts. Anybody got uh, a black sitcom catchphrase you want to drop in there? Mary! (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Yeah, that's a great one from 227. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. I, I had my my really terrible one was did I do that? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, bad. that's a bad one too. Uh, so hey, how y'all doing? It's the producer, uh, aka uh, Lil Hutch. Uh, this is Brothers uh, Comics Podcast number twenty six. Um, we are out uh, away from each other again. But I actually, I was going to drop in with this. If, if Talk Show would pick up the music, I was actually going to drop in with, uh, with Biggie and, 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 and Puffy's Missing You. I was going to drop in with that because I haven't seen you niggas in forever. Uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been probably almost six weeks since I actually seen you. It's been three weeks since we did a podcast, which was the Super Bowl podcast, which we'll get to in a second. But we did that on a Talk Show also. So it's, it's been a minute. How y'all been doing? Oh, fine. Yeah, we're all right. We went over here three weeks ago. No. <laughs> no, yeah. that was talk shoot. Was that talk shoot? Yeah, I guess it was. Okay. It might be almost four weeks ago at this point. Uh, so, I mean, it was at the start of Black History Month because we were going to do these uh, episodes about entertainment issues in black history, and we're still going to do one tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about black sitcoms, uh, like our top five favorites. But you can't have the good without the bad. So we will do the top five, like, worst or ones that we, like, don't F with at all. I think I might have a longer list there than my top five, but that's okay. And I think that will drive a little bit of discussion in the podcast today. But before we get to all of that, before we get to all of that, uh, I'm going to do the pull the box office report. I got it pulled up for you if you don't have a female perspective. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, so the box office report – you know what, as, as I'm about to talk about this, we can do this as well. Um, what about that Egyptian uh, Gods and Monsters? That was the big new release this weekend uh, with all white people in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Kind of kind of ironic with Oscar so, hashtag Oscar so white this weekend that they open up Gods of Egypt. Um, it is tracking to be an absolute disaster bomb, uh, a disaster bomb. Uh, Ishtar-esque in its bombingness to show our age. Uh, Google it if you're young. Uh, Ishtar. But, uh, yeah, that opened up this weekend as the big one and triple nine. Uh, Gods of Egypt is tracking to have a $14 million opening, uh, which is terrible, based on a $140 million budget. Dead wow, but that, that costs $140 million to make? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's budget. That's not even counting, you know, for, uh, that's pre-production budget. That's not counting advertising budget. So it's, it's going to be a big old bomb for them. And it ain't good. I posted on Facebook today that somebody was like, yeah, it's tracking to be bad. I was like, any dollar it makes is too much. You know. Right. You would have thought that would have learned from that other um, 
Egyptian movie they cast with a bunch of white actors. Yeah, Christian Bale and uh, Hermione. Yeah, Bale. exactly. No, Hermione wasn't in that one. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, what was that? Uh, that one. Yeah, you uh, just. Uh, wasn't it? It was. Um, that was Gods and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Christian And that was Bond, too. Yes, it did. And uh, Russell Crowe, I think, was also in that. And, yeah, it look, uh, for whatever reason, I, and Hollywood has a bad history about this, dating all the way back to freaking Cleopatra with fucking uh, whatever that lady's name is, with, with White Diamond. <laughs> you mean Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. You say the lady uh, with White Diamond. <laughs> yeah. Like a song by Rihanna? Yeah. yeah. No, definitely not. We could do a whole podcast about Rihanna, too, where I was pissing people off. I ain't going to do it today. Um, they got a bad history about this, whether it's that, whether it's uh, that movie with Charles and Heston that they show every Easter. Like, I mean, they just got a bad history of casting white people as Egyptians. I mean, they just do. They love to do it. They will continue to do it. Yeah. They will. They, they, just want, will. they want to whitewash Egypt so badly. They, they sure they do. They really, really do. And it, it's just not so. It's not yeah. so. As much as you try to present it that way, that it it just is not so. And yeah. there, I heard they were supposed to be doing a remake of Cleopatra with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's at, but that's even worse. So, yeah. That's worse yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, and I... I as hashtags like they never learn while we're talking about this on Twitter. Like Hollywood's never going to learn on this. They want to assimilate that version of history. Like fuck the rest of the niggas that live on that continent. Right, they but they Egypt, want that like, part of history. Yeah, we want that. So badly. Yeah. Yeah. And it is not. <laughs> right. It yeah, we want that. Not. Yeah, you want to own some white parts of that? Own like a part of South Africa. Own that because that's all you. You know, but leave the Egyptians out of it. <laughs> own what 400 years of shipping people back and forth on the uh, yeah, own that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just ridiculous. Um, so it's gonna bomb. I'm happy. We're okay with that. Yeah. That makes me happy. Triple Nine was one of the other movies that opened this weekend. That's with uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Anthony Mackie. It's a you know some sort of crime thriller or whatnot. It's tracking for about a $10 million opening, you know, but it's not a a large uh, open-wide move or anything like that. And, again, for I guess it would be three or four weeks in a row now, Deadpool will be the number one movie in America. Um, already close to $300 million in opening. I think I heard it was the largest, um, like, X-Men, air quotation, X-Film or Mutant Film or whatever, uh, it already passed whichever one was the highest one grossing at the time. I don't really know which one it was. Um, so it's tracking. And so what we were talking about in our little pre-production meeting was that, you know, on Toddcast 25, we talked about, um, like, the Super Bowl. We talked about how Deadpool was going to be. And at the time, it was tracking for a $65 million opening. And then it wound up doing, like, $150 million, which shocked I don't think anybody was like, well, I, I expected that to happen. Nobody. Industry, insiders, outsiders. Fanboys, non-fanboys, haters, like everybody was like, that is just that's incredible. Now I'm the only one of the three of us has actually seen it so far, and when we were talking about during the meeting, I'm like, well, you know, it's actually not, it's not bad, it's good, it's not great for certain, but for certain. Um, but it's a good. Now the one to ten, what would you give? Go ahead. 
On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Probably about seven and a half or an eight. I mean, it's look, and I'll speak to Big Hush first on this. From a comic book perspective, and from that character, whether you like the character or not, it it, it stays truer to any other comic book character slash movie than any other comic book character slash movie has ever been presented. Um, you could take that as good, or you could take that as bad, but it 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 presents what that book is and what that character is almost to a T. So in that part, it's entertaining. But in the other part, and again, the reason I wouldn't bump it up any higher, you know, and again, I'm not approved. It's a vulgar con for sure. Like, you know, it's, it's as vulgar as you would think that it would be. The language isn't, or, or the violence isn't as bad as you could think that it would be. But it, 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 it's vulgar and crude and all that, but it also fits the character. So, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it works. It won't work with any other movie. It won't work with any other character, and we'll get to that here in a second where Fox is going to fuck up and keep trying to pre- present movies and R-rated or whatever, but it just worked for that character. So, uh, go ahead. I, go ahead. When I, when I think I said me and Deadpool, I'm not a fan of Deadpool. I think it's a, a ripoff of the Terminator from DC, and it, and it actually is, and it Spider-Man. Is. Right. And I like Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man with a gun that talks a lot of shit and shoots people and takes, uh, you know, rips their head off. Eh. Right. No, I, I, like I said, I, I get it. I totally get why people might not be into it or not like, understand or like the character. But go ahead and give your thing about the actor, the movie, and all that female perspective. I mean, I know it's not going to be as, as fiery as we already had it, but go ahead and drop it now. Oh, I, uh, to be honest, I just have no desire to see it. Right. I mean, that's that's about as blunt as I can put it. I, I don't particularly care for the actor. Um, I don't particularly care for the the character. Um, I will probably eventually see it. It's not on high on my list of things to see. Um, and there you go. Now, on my side, I, the people that I talk to outside of the podcast who are right. uh, geek, geeks and whatnot, basically comic book people, mm. they have they've told me, what, you haven't seen it yet? It's a great movie, man. You need to go watch it. And I mean, they are. I mean, they didn't say that for the Avengers two. They didn't say that for Iron Man two or three. But yeah, they're they're saying go see it. Right. So I'm I'm conflicted. Well, right. with my my loot and my <laughs> and my Ryan Reynolds hate. Right. But I mean, I I think for y'all, and I use that as a euphemism. I, I, for y'all, like I think an alternate. Uh, version or vi- uh, alternate viewing for y'all is probably best, obviously. Um, and it, it won't lose anything in translation in terms of it not being on the big screen. You know what I'm saying? So uh, paying loot for it like that, I can totally understand not wanting to do it or wanting to wait. Um, if you trust those people's comic books opinions and movie opinions, and I'm assuming that you trust mine, I'm assuming that, uh, or Sandman or uh, Brother Beavis, Mm-hmm. You know, you got at least people with, you know, lots of skins in the games in terms of comic books, comic book history, and comic book movie history. 
And between the three of us, you know, we all are thumbs up on it. And I don't think any of us were, you know, fobbing down the character or the actor or anything like that. And we all went in with very low expectations. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it exceeded my low expectations. I don't know if I need to watch it again. I don't know if I, it's definitely not a DVD I'll be owning. But in the moment, entertaining movie, a good hour and a half or hour and 40 minutes of waste, bada bing, bada boom, you know, you move on. Now, didn't you mention that some of the best scenes were they showed them in the trailer? Was it? Didn't you comment on that? Yeah, it was. You see a lot of the trailer. I mean, they gave you a lot of it in the trailers already. Um, and I think Brother Beavis's comment was, as we, if you listen to the review on the podcast, it was. Um, uh, we did the drop of uh, 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 what's that old coach for the Cardinals? Like they hurt. It was what we thought it was, man. <laughs> it was what it was. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything that you thought was going to be different. There's you could you could figure out most of the plot and all of that between the trailers. You could. Uh-huh. You could. I mean, but again, because you see so much of it in the trailers, you might tail off on some of those parts because you know what you saw. But I mean, it it it. I think because you see Brian. Go ahead. <laughs> No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> What'd you say? He said because you see Ryan Reynolds, you pretty much know what you get. Well, yeah. Um, you know, uh, him as Ryan Reynolds, meaning like he's not Deadpool and not mutated or whatever. Um, he's in it too much for my good, uh, but he's not in it that much, if that makes any sense. You know, yeah. where he is, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, before he gets mutated and before he's in the suit, it's not that much. Um, but it's too much for me because I just don't like it. Um, but it's a good when it's I think, like When I think uh-huh. of Deadpool, the first thing that comes to my mind, I think of Howard the Duck. I, I don't know why. That, why <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why they, if it's that bad, then I really won't be seeing it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I think of Deadpool as far as the movie or the character. The uh, oh, wow. The movie or the character? When I think of Deadpool, I think of him in the same uh, whatever as Howard the Duck. One of them characters that's like a, kind of like a joke character or Groove right. or somebody like that. Just one of them joke characters they made up, threw in there that make ha-ha. Okay. I, like I said, I... If you respect my opinion, uh, you won't hate it. Uh, and, I, you know, I, and I kind of always watch things from my point of view, but I also think about, you know, people that I talk to, you know, I'm always like, well, you know, Brother Beavis would hate that, or my brother would hate that, or this, you know, female perspective would hate that. Like, I always look at it that way. And honestly, if you saw it, you won't, you won't hate it. Like, hate is too strong. You might not like it that much, but you won't hate it. it. It's not hateable at all. There's really, in the overall sense of it, there's nothing terrible or bad about it. And I'm, and I'm telling you, I was looking for a reason to dislike it. <laughs> so, you know, I was really How's looking Colossus? for a reason. How's huh? Colossus? And who's that ex? Who's this other ex chick? Uh, teenage Negasonic Warhead. Never heard of her before until I saw this movie. What's what's her character's name? Teenage what? Teenage Negasonic Warhead. Teenage Negasonic Warhead. Yep. 
worst part about that is that although the story is somewhat entertaining, the characters that he interacts with in the comic books, Fox doesn't own the rights to any of those characters, so they won't be in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, Hawkeye is a part of the movie, and the Hulk oh, is a yeah. part of the movie. Avengers, like, they don't own the, the rights. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, now I see where the where the problem with Disney and Fox and Sony and all of that comes into play, because they can't put all these characters together, whereas they were in the comic books because they don't have Right. The rights to them. So that's that also means, yeah. So that means they have to come up with a brand new story from scratch. And anybody trust Fox to do that? Uh, hashtag no. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's just a bad idea. But they're going to make that rated R. They're going to talk about making a um, an X Force movie now. That's going to be rated R. I would assume Deadpool would be in that. Um, spoiler alert. For they already announced that Cable was going to be in uh, the second Deadpool movie. Uh, Brother Beavis and I had a a run on this like Cable because it's a terrible comic book character. He's terrible. Uh, a the, C man. <laughs> yeah, the, the the design, the powers, the backstory is just god awful. Uh, so I have no like. Well, really cool. Cable's good. no. That doesn't make me happy at all. Uh, Cable's so, awful. Deadpool is awful. Maverick is awful. Omega Red is ugh. That that right. whole group of them is ugh. Well, a lot of those 90s characters are such 90s characters. I mean, they're just 90s comic book characters. There's no depth to them. They look good, but there's no depth to the characters at all. And, anywho. So, yeah. But what do y'all think about R-rated movies now? Like, R-rated comic books? I mean, you, I guess because of the success of this one, you kind of knew that they were going to think that's the trend now, and now they're going to try to make more of them. I mean, that's just how Hollywood thinks. So I'm not surprised that they're going to try to make more R-rated comic book movies because they think that's where there's some money to be made. Is there nudity in this movie? Uh, In Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah, tons of titties and sex. Oh, well, yeah, I'm about to say, I don't think, I mean, they can throw, you know, orgies and stuff, I guess, for <laughs> Thor and Iron Man having orgies, I guess. Right. Uh, Wolverine is surrounded by women. I mean, they make it an HBO special. Well, and also, and, you know, I get into this with some guy on Twitter this week, is like, because uh, now that, Batman vs Superman, which is the next movie that comes out within about three weeks now, I guess. Um, they Warner Brothers announced that they're going to have an R-rated home release. So when it comes out on Blu-ray DVD, you can watch the R-rated version. It's you know be PG-13 for the, the the cinema release or the theatrical release. But my thought process was like, why? Like movies get R ratings for language, violence, or sex. Which of those would add anything to this story at all? Like, when we need to see the, you know, the Trinity getting down, you know, running train on Wonder Woman, is that going to help this movie at all? Um, well, you you can say that about any of these. How do they think having an R rating is going to enhance the storyline? Exactly. I mean, what, in the, I, I'm not as familiar with the comic book, you know, stories as you guys are. Were, were they R rated in the comic books? Was it was it presented no. that way? No. So then why why would they think that would add something to you know, to the story 
presenting it as a movie. Well, it, it doesn't. Now, now, the, like the Watchmen and some of the graphic novels, I mean, like, you know, uh, Sin City and all them things, they have, you know, foul language and cussing, or they also have titties and people getting their head chopped off. Some, I mean, some people, some comic book heads love those type of books. Right, but how does that enhance Batman and Superman? I mean, Batman... Batman cinematic has already been established as that he doesn't kill. And Superman, even though they made him kill Zod, technically is not supposed to kill either. So that keeps you off the killing part. And then, you know, there's, I, mean, Wonder, I mean, Wonder Woman is a killer. I mean, she's an Amazonian warrior. And I said this to the person on Twitter. I was like, the, one, the movie that would make sense to be R would be Wonder Woman. You know, I mean, because she's quite handy with a knife and is not, um, or with a sword and is not... Um, I know to be chopping people's heads off. So, you know, that would make sense. But it's, for the Batman vs. Superman movie, again, it's a home release. I'm just trying to figure out what they're going to add to it that even will allow it to even get that R rating. Um, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Well, well the, the Dark Knight, was that PG-13, right? They're all PG-13. Yeah. And that yeah. was pretty dark. I mean, and and it didn't need to be an R for you to get the gist of the story. So right. here's what I'm wondering: why they think this is necessary? Besides, it's the just, obvious they think it's gonna make money because Deadpool made money. But right. I mean, other than that, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just a. It seems like it. You know, it seems like a kind of a trendy kind of thing. Like, oh, well, we're gonna follow this trend. You know, to kind of show that we, you know, we're not really like comic booky. We're kind of hard, you know, hard and. You know, you know, right. Don't, exactly. You know, don't, yeah, because I, and again, we'll transition to this too. That um, there's a lot of smoke coming off of this Batman versus Superman movie, uh, and not the good kind. A lot of um, early screenings, allegedly with executives from the WB, have not been great. Uh, you know, that uh, the quote was, "It's not what we expected it to be, and not not in the good way." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's so exactly. now. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. That's so, not good. Yeah, so people are a little bit concerned that it might, like I saw the uh, initial projection for that was somewhere between $120 million and 150 for the weekend. And I'm like, anything, if that comes in under Deadpool, that's an epic fail. One, because it's much, there's three characters that everybody knows. I mean, shoot, our mother knows who Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are, and she ain't right. the target of it. Uh, but it's also PG, and Deadpool was rated R. So that would be a, a huge fail because that means it's probably going to make less money than, uh, you know, a $58 million budget movie, whereas somebody, people are saying that Batman vs. Superman was the most expensive comic book movie ever made with a, a production budget well over $200 million. Um, so there's, there's a little bit of smoke out there for it. Uh, I, again, I've been on it with people on Twitter all week. Like, I, I'm not cheering against it. You know, there's not a lot of things that I would cheer against, at least in this terms of realm of uh, or genre of film. But um, I, I could see how it would be bad. Like, it, the, the, the runtime they released already was two hours and 38 minutes. That's pretty long. Um, That's long. That is long. Yeah, it's also, it has the potential to be overstuffed with all the characters and the plot that you're trying to get through. 
it, it has the potential to get messy. It really does. And, and, uh, and I'm also tracking not to go see that either. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I have to agree with him. I'm not hyped to see that one either. I mean, the only the only upcoming comic book movie I really, really definitely plan to see is the X Men movie. Yeah, yeah that that's the only one that was really on my list of definite see. The rest right. of them, yeah, I could bypass easily and you know be all right with. It. So. Right. <laughs> now, I mean. For me, and I'm putting up family business in the street. For me, like I think, as as a group here, we should probably see them, whether they're alternate vision or whether it's in the theaters, just so we can actually talk about them. Because you know, people are kind of looking to us, at least on a minimum <laughs> level, to tell us what they think about these movies. Um, uh-huh. But I understand that you know a little bit less of excitement for some of them. I mean, again, I, I'm I've been worried about Batman versus Superman since they announced it because it just didn't make any sense to me. Um, it seemed like a rushed idea at DC, you know, you know, kind of busting their nut a little bit quick, trying to get everything done too fast. And I've been worried about it since then. And nothing that I've seen has made me less worried about it. It, it just seemed messy for sure. Um, but go ahead. Hey, you were rolling. Yeah, no. No, that's it. I mean, I just like I said, I'm just concerned, you know. But I'm not. But I'm not too concerned, and I'm not going to see it. It's not. I mean, hell, we saw Fantastic Four. It was alternate viewing, mm-hmm. but we at least saw it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, if I can, I'm only tracking to see the X-Men at this particular moment. That, that's about where I'm at. I'm not even Silver. I may, I may check out. Superman versus Batman. Um, At the barbershop or <laughs> wherever it might be playing in wide release. Sure. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I I haven't have not quite got to the point where I can, you know, say, hey, let me piss this 30 bucks away <laughs> and let me check this out. 30 bucks? 30 Where the hell bucks. you seeing movies at? It's about fifteen bucks to see a movie uh, nowadays. Right. Where are you seeing movies at? Right. At the at the NCG, where it's like seven dollars for a matinee, and uh, we sneak in everything. Damn it, we black. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's, so that's that's, that's why. why. <laughs> right for uh, yeah. When I go see a movie, yeah, if you go in in the evening. And shoot, you buy something to eat or some refreshments, whatever. You're looking at about easily, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Not me, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's matinee, and uh, I I haven't got to the point where I'm sneaking in soda yet, but it's early. I ain't gonna lie, (laughs) it's early. Oh, believe me, we we try to take care of all them situations. Prior to entering the building. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, that's just kind of where everything is trending this week for that movie. You know, hopefully, hopefully it's good. Like I, I tried to tell somebody on Twitter, they were trying to come at me, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm not cheering against it. I just got some concerns. If it's good, I'll get on this podcast and be like, yo, it's a good movie. Like, I was so wrong. I, like, I have no problem admitting that I'd be wrong about it. But if I'm right which I suspect that I am, um, 
I'm going to rip that shit to shreds. <laughs> I'm going to tear it apart because it, it might be exactly what I think that it is. Um, so if, so if, if Batman versus Superman um, doesn't do what's expected, it doesn't meet its expectations, where do you think um, DC is DC at that is point? Dead. Well, they're already going to start production on this Justice League movie. It, like There was all pictures already of it um, on Twitter from the director. They're already starting principal photography in April. So, I mean, that's only three or four weeks after the movie comes out. So, they, I mean, it, it's a go regardless. Now, will there be but, anybody there to watch it? That's the issue. All right. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that's like, what was the last good DC comic book movie? Dark Knight. At- Batman yeah. 3? Blackjacking? No, the second no. one was the last good one. No, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Oh, right. The okay, Dark Knight so Rise or Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Or, which one was the one with the Joker? That's it. That The Dark Knight. That's the Dark yeah. Knight, right? Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the last good one. Right. Right. They made, what, seven movies since? Seven? Seven? They made the Dark Knight Returns and then Batman. Right. And then what came after that? You got Superman. Green Lantern? No. Oh. Dude, Green Lantern was made well before that, or around the same time. Green Lantern was after that. You sure? Wait a minute. Yeah. He, he might be right. I think Green Lantern was after that. Yeah. Hold on. Through the interweb. Hold on. Through the interweb. It was released <laughs> in June 2000. What was you saying to the June 2011. Right, and, and The Dark Knight came out 2008. And that came out, June, yeah, you're right. So it did come out. So, yeah, that was bad. Dark Knight Rises was after that, and there's at least some debate here. There could be some debate, yeah, on if how bad or how good that is. You know, that's, The Dark Knight Rises and Man of Steel has ended many oh, yeah, friendships. Man of Steel wasn't that good either. No. Right. Yeah, but some people that like it, the people that like it, the people that like it love it. Um, so, and people that like The Dark Knight Rises love it too, and they'll defend it to the death. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of missed on that both of them. That movie was crap. Which one? All of them. <laughs> no, I said the the third one, um, the Dark Knight Rises, was crap. Right. I had to rise up from sleep. <laughs> yeah. Between not being able to understand what one character was saying, right. and the, <laughs> the soundtrack being so loud. Right. Yeah, it and, was garbage. And the law firm every five minutes. <laughs> right. Well, again. They're in trouble if this movie doesn't do well, and Wonder Woman's already in production. Like it might even be closer to ending production, so that's coming out regardless. It seems like they're gonna push far ahead again. It's just who will be there to watch it if Batman versus Superman, which is the tent pole, if that falls down, you know, it's it's gonna be diminishing returns on the way out. Um, but who knows? Uh, now, but now the now the Warner Brothers or the Batman, all the comics that are coming out, all the Cartoons and stuff; mm-hmm. those are pretty good. They're great. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, DC greater than Marvel in terms of animation to the point where Marvel doesn't even bother hardly with the animation stuff anymore. All the um, stuff on um, XD and all that stuff is good. Yeah. Uh, and 
and I'm trying to quote Brother Beavis again here. He's all his point with DC characters have always been that they've been more um, kind of cartoony anyway, which is why it works better on the little screen than it does on the big. Um, <coughs> it's just it you know it just works better because they're they're just already kind of cartoony, and it just seems to make more sense. But then when you try to transition them to the big screen and make it more realistic, it, it kind of it gets lost in translation. Um, and, and there is something to that, I'm sure, especially with the powers that each of them have. You know, people forget how powerful those characters are in the comic book. You know, Wonder Woman is almost as strong as Superman. She might not look like it, but she I, is. You know, Marshy Man. She's stronger than Superman. Yeah. According to the games, yeah. Right. Yeah, and Martian Manhunter is as strong as Superman. You right. know, and Aquaman is almost as strong as Superman. So you got all these people on one team that are super strong as hell. You know, now who, who's going to fight them? Because you got all the, you know, you got the cops. You got all these good people on your team. And, you you know, and that's why the first season of Justice League, the cartoon, they're always fighting robots because you couldn't come up with characters <laughs> to fight. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. uh, I don't know. All right. We've run that down enough. We all owe, owe a Mia Culpa to the Broncos as well uh, that we thought they was going to, you know, get run in that Super Bowl. And we didn't all know uh, that Cam Newton was going to – I mean, the, the, moment, I, I, the moment got to him. It really did. I mean, the defense got to him too, but the moment did too. He can well, lie and say that it didn't. Regardless, did. I mean, regardless, if you're going to show both, I mean, at least be able to follow through. And he could. Yeah. He choked. No. I don't care he, how you like to – how you want to excuse it or make and make excuses for it? It boiled down to him choking. I, right. Andre, what, I mean the the defense of the Broncos, they were they they was balling. That's right. And what Peyton, Peyton Manning got carried over the threshold. No, no doubt about that. I mean, I'm not. No, I again, I'm not saying anything about Peyton. All I'm saying is that you know, one, we thought that Cam was going to do and dab and dip and whatever the hell. And then he didn't. And then he went and acted like a bigger ass at the end of the game, uh, not talking to people and then saying, you know, I mean, you know, and he just, you know what it is? And I had said this about him before. Cam Newton is the biggest front runner ever. When everything is cool, it's cool. But when it's bad, it's bad, and he's just a sore loser. And he said it. He admitted it with you. He is a sore loser. Yeah, he but, is. But know. that's the generation, uh, the millennials, whatever. They're, I mean, that good sportsmanship has gone out the window. Yeah, it's, it it's has. It's all about me. Yeah, me. Yeah, the player. Yeah, it's, it's all about the player. That's all they're concerned with. Like right. Is a, is, when he loses, he ain't, not, he ain't nothing nice. Well, but you know what, though? And I compared this LeBron to Cam in the sense that he, he he got a super talented dude that's got more a natural ability than anybody that's standing around him. He's had pretty much everything given to him or earned everything. You know, he's always been the best person on the team. But, you know, he's always been that person. And so then when he finally had some adversity, you know, young LeBron couldn't get over that. You know, if you remember, like, after the Celtics series, before he signed with the Heat, that last one that he lost, you know, he didn't shake nobody's hands. He walked off the court and oh, acted he, like a dick. And then, yeah, yeah, he was – yeah. And then his first season in Miami, same thing when they lost to, that was, to the Mavericks. And the finals is that he acted like an ass when it was over. And, you know, and, I, and LeBron learned from that, though. At least at least publicly he appears to have learned <laughs> from it. 
and publicly. Yeah. And so now he's a little bit more gracious in his praise and understanding what needs to be done to become a winner. And I hope for Cam that that happens. Like, I hope that he kind of realizes what he did. You know, good. You're going to dip and dab and do all that, but you got to face the music when you fuck up and you fucked up. So, but, hey, but, uh, but Tom, hey, Tom Brady is a sore loser, too. Absolutely. Right. But so he got four Tom rings. Brady, right. Mm-hmm. And, right. And, and, you know, Roethlisberger is a sore loser, too. Yeah. yeah. And a rapist. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. But true, but harsh. All right. right. So let's uh, let's transition to our real topic today, as we've gotten about a half hour out of our uh, Deadpool, Mia Coppola, and R-rated movies. Um, Let's look at um, our black sitcoms. It is Black History Month. We got a couple of days left. Man, I just kind of wanted to look at some sitcoms that we hold to be, um, you know, at the least... The criminal of the crime. Yeah, the criminal of the crime or historic or... You know, actually, I don't even want to look at it from a historic thing because then we'll start picking stuff based on the fact of what it represented. Now I want you to look at it more from the perspective of like, man, I watched this show. I didn't miss it. If I owned a bunch of DVDs, I'd own it on DVD, like that kind of situation. You know, so if we want to go... Top five, from five to the top, you know, let's go ahead and list them as what we got. And, you know, one of y'all can go first. Um, I, I'm, I'm willing I'll go to, first. Are we starting from five, five to one five? or one to five? No, five to one, top to bottom five. to top. My number five, I got the Jefferson. Okay. Why? I mean, that was the – I liked the show. It was, you know, it was probably the only show back in the day that showed bros, brothers actually having some money and not struggling. <laughs> yeah. All right, George Jefferson, he was about my height when I was about 10. So right. Wheezy <laughs> and Lionel and, I mean, and Two Lionel. Yeah, and Lionel. Mm-hmm. Both, yeah, both of them. Uh, let's see here. I like, I mean, I like the show. I like Mr. Bailey getting the door slammed in his face. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like I like all of it. Right. Okay. What do you got for uh, five female perspectives? Um, I'm gonna say good times because of the time period. Um, you know, that particular time there weren't a whole lot of black shows on. This was the show that had an all black cast. Granted, they was living some real hard times. I mean, <laughs> real hard. <laughs> real hard times. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> I, think I, I think I said before that when, when James almost, what's his name? Uh, uh, Don. Don, 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 Don uh-huh. When he left that show, I thought he really died in real life. <laughs> cast shows that were on, 
that happened to be one of them. I mean, granted, they was living some hard times, so it made you feel like, dang, my life ain't that rough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, and, and it was family-oriented, too, so, yeah. Okay. I mean, that, it, yeah, I, uh, our mother is watching that, generally speaking, every time I go over there. Uh, it's always on. Anything with 
Poopy Sales on it or Flip Wilson show. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a variety show. <laughs> Dang, where, where did you pull that one out? Poopy Sales. I had to take it off the show. Poopy Sales.
that all the show is still popular. You still, if you turn it on MTV, you know, you'll still, I still remember the episodes pretty much, you know, word for word because I've seen so many times. Um, I I like it. Now, again, this is me not dissing on Will Smith, and I posted on uh, Twitter today that I, I sat and watched the last 45 minutes of I Am Legend on Spike today. And I was like, this movie has well, its flaws, but it's still a good movie. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give him that. I Am Legend is a good movie. I can watch that, you know, without any problem. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had about a, a four a four movie run that was about as good as anybody. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he he had his hit. Yeah. He, he had his hit. Yeah. Right. I, I, mean, I robot. I liked I robot as well. I got yeah. it on Blu-ray. I spent money <laughs> that I wouldn't spend on Deadpool. <laughs> so, but yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, I have Martin. <laughs> I have Martin at three. Um, I will say this: there are times where, you know, forty-something-year-old me will watch it, and I cringe with a lot of the coonery, because there's some coonery in that show that makes me a little uncomfortable. Forty-something-year-old me, not twenty-something or thirty-something-year-old me, but forty-something-year-old me makes me cringe just a little bit sometimes. Uh, but it's still extremely fun. I mean, I, I can't stop myself from laughing. And if I get caught in one of those Martin marathons, that's a solid two hours that I'm never never getting back in my life. Um, so, yeah, big fan of Martin. What do you got for three, Big Hutch? Well, it would be one of the X scratches, but I've had, I put Chappelle's show at number three. Okay. Okay, three. What do you have, uh, what do you have for three? Uh, female I said the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons, Jefferson. okay. Yeah. I mean, we can, let, let's throw the Chappelle thing out there for now anyway. Like, cause I don't have it on my list because, again, I said sitcoms, and like I said, it's more of a variety show. But now, um, I, I got something. I got something. What? What? Okay. What? Roots now? Roots. Roots. No, a sitcom. He said sitcom. Roots is not a sitcom. That's a mini series. Oh, okay, how about Boondock? Yeah, that would count. Uh, yeah, that would count. It's a cartoon. It's no different than if you put The Simpsons on there. Yeah, that would count. Okay. It's a it is a sitcom. It's just a cartoon sitcom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, I didn't have it on mine, but, yeah, that would count if you wanted to throw the boondocks. You want to give your defense of the boondocks at least seasons one and season two. After that, uh, I'm, off the, I'm, off the, I'm off the boondocks after season two. So you didn't like – did you watch season three or you didn't like it? Yeah, I did. It, you know, and once, once Aaron McGruder was not working on the show, it was quite evident. Uh, the writer and creator of the show and the cartoon strip. It was quite evident when he was not as involved in the show. Um, and it also dipped into areas that were, you know. Got, it got into Obama and it got. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even that as much as. It's always been a political show and cartoon. Yeah. That, and, that's no surprise that they would, uh, you know, yeah, but, that direction. But once, yeah, but once you had a black president, <laughs> you're like, uh oh, now the problem is the other place. Uh, you know, can't blame white as much. Right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It, you know, it's one of those shows where you've got to constantly have to raise the bar of ridiculousness. It's like Family Guy, which is why I don't watch it. You know, it, you have to constantly keep raising the bar of, like, craziness. And after a point, it's just like, eh, you know, it loses its kind of luster and loses the sting of, like, hearing people do or say certain things. I mean, at the end, after season two, I was just kind of done. Um, but, I mean, you know, like, I can get why, like, if you put season one and season two of the Boondocks up again, 
just about anything, let alone cartoon TV shows. I mean, it's outstanding uh, between it is, the ridiculousness, the awesome. writing is outstanding, yeah. and it's smart as hell, the show is. Yeah, very well done. Crazy wolf bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite episode? Yeah, 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 yeah stink meaner is probably <laughs> stink meaner. <laughs> To the, uh, I'm partial to the gay rapper episodes, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched it in such a long time, and I can't because of, uh, obviously, the uh, children's oh, yeah. situation. Better not but, bring uh, your mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I hear you. Okay. So what did you have, what did you have for three, then, female perspective? You had no, I had for number three. I had Jeffersons. Jeffersons, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're moving on up. Yeah. That works. Moving up, that is in Wheezy, yeah. Wheezy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, and that I mean everybody on that show is dead now, correct? Except for maybe the Lionel. No, um, the maid. Um, what's her name? Um, oh, Martha Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah, Martha Gibbs is still alive. Yeah. That's right. My bad. But yeah. it, and I think are the Lionels alive? I thought one of them was dead. You know what? I'm not sure. I I don't know. What about what was the, what was the daughter's name that she married from the uh, from the other side from the? Uh, oh, I have no idea. If she. <laughs> I'm assuming she probably is. What's her yeah. name? Right. All right. Um, all right. So I got two for my two. And then again, we couldn't. You're not allowed to pick Cosby. I have a different world. Even though that has Cosby-related I do have yeah. a different world, too. Then this is a different world post-Lisa Bonet. Like, those seasons with uh, the white chick on it is, like, they're they're not Marissa, very good. I think it's, yeah, Marissa Tomei. It's surprising yeah. that it actually made it out of the, that season or two. But once she was gone, I didn't, it's actually, I didn't think it was that horrible when, when she was on there. Yeah, I did. It just didn't make compared to the seasons that came after, it didn't make a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like two different shows. Yeah. yeah it, so. it, it did It did morph there, you know. It did. I with, agree. With Lisa Bonet was kind of like a, I don't know, it was like a hodgepodge of, oh, this is a show that comes on after Cosby. Right. I can't turn the channel because I didn't have a remote. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I don't think it was that bad when she was on there. It, and I will agree that it did morph into another show, and I think it did get better. It got better. Yeah, it did get better. better. But but I don't think it was just that horrible when she was on there. But No, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in comparison to what it was before. Now, this is also, too, before, you know, like my watching of it also me, goes to, you know, once Jada Pinkett gets on there, and all this new class of ninjas, I was like, man, I'm out of this, too. And, yeah, by that time, I was also out of college, too. You know, like it wasn't something I was, you know, taking taking on at the time. You know, my early college self and late high school self was like, oh, this is a really good show. You know what I'm saying? You know, but, I, yeah, I have a different world there. Very you know, good. All the stuff with, uh, you know, Whitley and Dwayne, once they became the primary couple of the show, um, was always well done. I, you know, I, I liked it. Big fan. 
he signed he he signed his big money deal, and part of that deal was like he had to have every copy of Sanford and Son were in his contract. <laughs> that I mean, um, this mother, he he just, he getting paid two or three million dollars a year just to play basketball. He put that in his contract too. Wow. And of course, he got it. So that tells you all you need to know about Sanford and Son. Yeah. I, I and I remember reading a story about Joe Dumars who used to play for the, uh, the Pistons, who was an executive for the Pistons when they were good, and then when they were bad too. But um, he was a huge uh, Sanford and Son fan too. You know, had like every episode always streaming or playing at his house when you went to his house or whatever. Um, yeah, you know, I, and it's not on my list. It's not like my number one or anything like that. But I can honestly tell you that. I was sort of a fan, but I think I was too young to get it. And then when it was in reruns, I just never really watched it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just not something that was on my radar uh, that okay. much. I know I'm competing, commit, com, you know, making black heresy here. But, yeah, I, yeah. I was never that big a fan. <laughs> yep, you're doing it. Yeah, and, I know. But, 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 but you know what? One of those things where back in our, in our youth, it was one of those things where the – there would be five, six grown folks in front of a, well, maybe a 12-inch screen TV <laughs> that may or may not be in color yeah. with the with Dang, the tile missing. That's awful. <laughs> but we're all watching. They're watching Sanford and Son, and I, I don't get most of the jokes either. But if right. they're laughing, I'm laughing. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely some, you know, muscle memory to remember and shows when you watch them and what they meant to you while you were watching them. That, that, that's right. What I, and I and I think that's what most of my list consists of, the time period that they were on, you know, what you remember about that particular, you know, time period and so forth. That that's kind of what where my list is generated. Now there are other shows that I might have enjoyed a little more, but because these shows were on at a particular specific time, they they um stood out a little more to me. That's I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but it's kind of one of those things now, it looks so dated, so when I see it on, like, WATL, I'm like, man, I should watch this. I ain't watching this shit, you know, so I won't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm a fan, but not that big of a fan, and it didn't take my top five. All right, so let's get to number one. From my perspective, go ahead and go first. What did you have for number one? Well, since you said this one doesn't qualify, but you said we can leave it on anyway. I said Chappelle's yeah. show. Excellent. Okay, what do you got, Big Hush? My number one is The Wire. That's not that's a sitcom. You, 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 you didn't get the gist there. of the list, did you? Apparently look, not. Look, now. Sitcom is black. It's not a sitcom. It's sitcom. It's black. It's jokes. Exactly. There's no laughs in The Wire, man. There are no laughs in The Wire. There are some laughs in The Wire. That's why I need to watch it. There are some laughs. I think they got a T-shirt that says there's no laughs in The Wire. (laughs) That's beside the point. There are some laughs in The Wire. However, that is a great show. But it's It's a great show, but it's not a sitcom. It's this sitcom is shaking. No, it's not kind of shaky. Do you know what a sitcom is? I know what sitcom okay. is. Okay, the wire does not fit that definition. The wire is it has some situations of comedy. However, not, it is not all purpose. About people getting get massacred. Right. That's, not that's all purpose. purpose. 
I am aware of what sitcom stands for. Situational comedy. Not not, uh, folks getting murdered on a weekly basis. So wait a minute. So good times was a situational comedy? Yes, because it was a situation that was broke as hell. Well, that's that's, so damn funny. Well, they made it funny. That's what the yeah. Lions did. Too. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I can't ride with that, man. I can't either. Didn't want y'all watch the wire either. What? I watched the wire. That's why I Keep it a thousand. Keep it a thousand. Did you watch no. the wire? No. Did you I watch did. the wire? Free Memphis Fan? I did. An episode or two. Uh, that's like I've seen a couple episodes. A couple correct. episodes. There's about 40 of them. <laughs> All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Good yeah. uh, So that would almost make, and it's got more laughs than the wire, that would make the shield a sitcom. Right, and I would pick, uh, yeah, I would pick the shield and on there. And there's way more laughs than the shield. And we can pick the wire shield on there, too. Come on, man. Exactly, I'm with you. Come on, man. Come on, man, for sure. Like a different crowd that was there, you know. Before it was the, 
you know, kind of pseudo-intellectual, maybe stoner crowd that was there. And then after Chappelle's show, it was the, you know, I'm Rick James, bitch crowd. You know, he right, was, yeah. And, and, he, and he's commented he's commented on that, too, where, you know, he gets hecklers that, that just wanted, want him to do one particular thing and so right. forth. And he'll start going off on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm Rick so, James, bitch. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know. He, I think he's gotten tired of that. No doubt about it. Um, so, the thing, I don't know if I ever told y'all. Excuse me, uh, uh, yeah, for producer. <laughs> if I could interject, if I could throw in some shows that you consider sitcom. Oh, no. How about, I like to throw in a Living Single. That's, yeah. that's, that's oh, a well, sitcom. Yeah, that's a sitcom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You want to add that to your good list? Yeah. Okay, that's near the top of my the list we're going to get to in a second. <laughs> Living, well, we can talk about that. But, yes, I like Living Single. It was the okay. urban, younger version of the Golden Girls. Well, it was, also, it was also Friends before Friends, too. You know, people think that Friends came first, and it didn't. You know, Living Single was on before Friends was. Um and, you know, people get that twisted all the time. They was friends before them white people was. Um, yeah. But, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, that would definitely be uh, – I, I, we'll get to that in a second. So, yeah, but, yeah, Chappelle's a genius. I think I, – I don't know if I ever told you all this uh, Chappelle story. Uh, the missus and I, that was our first date to go see Dave Chappelle um, in Miami Beach. Um, we went to go see him, and then, you know, I had gotten the tickets. You know, it's a nice. What, no, two, 1999 or 2000, and, you know, I, I guess I probably got the tickets off Ticketmaster. I mean, the Internet was just bubbling at the time, I guess. And um, I went, you know, went down there, and they sat us down to sit down, and then I was sitting at a table with uh, Tim Hardaway and his wife. Uh, not Tim Hardaway Jr., the basketball player. Tim Hardaway, the original basketball Tim Hardaway basketball player for the Miami Heat. And I was like, I'm sitting at a table with Tim Hardaway. Like, we were front row, like, for Dave Chappelle at the comedy club in Coconut Grove. And, uh, you know, met him, met Dave Chappelle. You know, I didn't, I, you know, again, no camera phones back then. I had, had regular phones. I didn't have a regular phone with me. And, uh, you know, I met both of them, talked to them for, like, you know, I don't know, two or three minutes. It was great. So, uh, yeah, big fan. Always have been. Um, haven't seen the sick, haven't seen the Chappelle show. I saw, that's not, I saw it a couple of days ago, or I saw, um, uh, the one where um, uh, white people dancing. Um, uh, the with, one with, uh, with, uh, with, with John with Mayer. The, yeah, with John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's classic. <laughs> that the the my one of my favorite. Well, I'm just a over a couple. Of, yeah, there are several. There's so there's a long list. But the one yeah. that constantly pops in my mind is the black white supremacy. That yeah. is oh, that's the funniest. Yeah, that's, a, that's episode that one. That is some of the funniest, yeah. and that could have gone wrong in so right. many ways. Right. And yeah. and it just says so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's that the first episode. So wrong. Right. That's, the first, that's the first episode. If, if, that, if that goes bad, right. Goes, right. Yeah. That sets the tone for everything else. But yeah, that. In the, in, is, the, in the PC where we live in now, that might not have, that might have It probably would have. And I think he even said that. He said after that particular skit, he didn't know if there would be a show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's so. the mold and uh, <laughs> yeah. threw it away. I mean, that was, and that, and it, right, and it still resonates 
It when, does. When you had the Confederate flag controversy and you had all those, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Uncle Remus or Uncle Remus. And then the, the other one is when uh, when the guy comes up to him and he's pitching all these ideas, oh, and then no. he goes, "Yeah, where he just tunes out, he has something yeah. going on." I'm the real black sheep. Right. I'm the real black sheep. And, and, the real and black. I have been there so many times where somebody just yapping and you start thinking about other things and you just totally not tuned in to what they're talking about. So yes, that is so funny. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, dude is a genius. Probably a little bit he of a is. genius. He is. Uh, and course. I think, and I think um, Richard Pryor actually passed the time on to him. Yeah. Because yeah. you know he was he was on that, and he still is on that level. But, but uh, again, you know, he said he doesn't want that that attention and fame and so forth. So that's that's the torture part. Yeah. Which again leads to the, you know that where. Mainstream society, we're only let there be one funny black person at all times, and that torch went from Chappelle to nobody, and then now Kevin Hart has it, which is uh, uh, Kevin is Hart is, isn't even is nowhere close. He's not even worthy of touching his shoe. He's not not even close, and I think it's Kevin Hart close. will even admit that. Yeah, and I, I would hope that he would say that because <laughs> yeah, he would hope no reason to I ever. I think Kevin Hart would admit he's not on that level. I would hope so. Oh, so yeah. All right, so my number one is, is we, I mean, like I said, we could spit ball Chappelle all night. Um, should probably, uh, like, live tweet, watch that show at yeah, one we point. Should, we could live tweet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah but now that's, that's one that, that I think would be worth live I have tweeting. I have the DVDs. I'd have to get it out the archives. But, um, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, my number one, and, again, I, I don't think I'm being a creature of the moment now because it's been off for a while. And y'all probably won't be surprised about this. I have Everybody Hates Chris at number one. Um, uh, I, I, the show, again, something that I think a lot of people, especially black people, didn't watch at the time because, again, you know, a lot of times black sitcoms, if, they aren't, if they're missing some coonery, and like, I think a lot of people will, a lot of black people will skip it because they're just not comfortable with it. And that show was minus coonery for the most part. And it was very smart. And... You know, I, I think a lot of people missed and skipped out. And I know both of y'all didn't watch it on the original run. Y'all kind of picked it up on the rerun right, parts, right? I watched it a bit on the original run, but, yeah, I did catch most of it on the rerun. It is a, a very funny show. I will I will grant you that. It's very entertaining. And yeah, I, I, mean, I, I totally, I mean, I have to admit, I forgot all about it. it I didn't even put it on my yeah. list. I wasn't even on, in my you know, mind frame, but um, well, it gets, yeah, it's a, it is. It's a short run. It's a four season run. Uh, so it, it, you know, a four season run. I think is eighteen episodes per. So it didn't get to that point where it could run like super sick or super syndication wise. You know, but I mean, if you grew up black and poor in the eighties, uh, how are you not watching this show? I mean, everything that that was for poor black people in the eighties is there, from sugar and syrup sandwiches to uh, not giving away, you know, like the Halloween candy, to having your bike stolen, to, you know, being having living around some ruffians. I mean, it's everything. <laughs> it's everything, really. To having a mom that'll beat the black off of you, it has everything. So, like, I just, you know, that show spoke to me on a level that it, you know, at times was uncomfortable. 
but it oftentimes is extremely funny, uh, which I always enjoy. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. my number one. Again, I won't, like I said, it might be being a creature of the moment a little bit, but it's actually been off for almost seven years now, or six years. Uh, so, yeah, everybody hates Chris. That's my number one. All right. Okay. So we can't have good without bad. I don't have time for lists or whatever, but you want to start to list some of these ones that you dislike so much? Like I know Chris got or Chris has uh, 227 on there. And there's a lot of good, good actors on there, too. But, right. Yeah, but as soon as, if I walked into my mother's room and, and that was on, man, I couldn't get out that piece fast enough. <laughs> I'm like, man, I got to work on this logarithm or something. Yeah. <laughs> you could throw Amen on that list, too. Uh, the one. Oh, amen. Oh, yeah, you could throw that uh, on there too. I yeah. cannot with that at all either. Um, yeah. And they, they back to back too. Was like I believe like they were back to back. Was it like Negro Saturday when they had them? I think it was. Was it Saturday night or Friday night? I think it was Saturday because because the other show we can't stand was that Family Matters or yeah Earthquake. yeah that's on the list too. Yeah, uh, I ain't never seen that either. Uh, I mean, I very, you know, very rarely. That was yeah, family, awful. Yeah, Family Matters on that list. Um, you think anything else that you put on that? And you can't list any Tyler Perry show. Oh, I, I, to be honest, I don't, I yeah. don't watch that. They're Tyler all on there. Let's just say that. Can't uh, but yeah, I would have to. Uh, I would have to put most of these shows on there. So, <laughs> from what I know of. Wait, what show? Meet Browns and. Yeah, but I mean, you can't put that. They're a given. Those shows are a given. You can't put those on. Yeah. Those are a given. Any other like predominantly black sitcoms that were on, and you were like, hey, "What the hell?" Watch the Royal show? Family when it was on. Which show? The Royal Family. Well, that was only on for like a season. Red Fox, Red Fox, and Delores. Yeah, it killed him. Literally. Isn't it ironic that he died the exact way he kept mimicking in Sanford and Son? Died from a heart attack. No, No, that's very ironic. Very ironic that he would die from a heart attack, which is what he constantly mimicked in Sanford and Son. That's Um, very ironic. Oh, he's dying from looking at Esther's face. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's, that's terrible. terrible. That's terrible. God, that's just terrible. terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. But there's, uh, there's not that, I mean, because there's not that many sitcoms out there, really. You know, and if they were any good, you know, they were good. And if they were bad, you know, maybe they were on a little while, like 227 and Amen, but. You know, there's still really not that many. I mean, you know, it's, as much as, like, what's happening is out there, I don't hate it, you know, like that, but it's but, not that good either. Well, what about, look back what about at Fast Mama? Which one? <laughs> That's my mama. That's my mama. Well, we can go through all those WB shows at the time, you know, like uh, Homeboys. I'm with WB. That's an old, old, old. Yeah, old, yeah he's showing your age. Dirt old. <laughs> Yeah, Extra showing your age, but like, but you could go nineties wise yeah, with like Cliff, all those. That's Cliff and Davis before Amy. Yeah, but but you could go with all those WB shows too, like uh, Homeboy in Outer Space and One on One, 
Uh, I, you know what? And that, uh, it should probably have been on my mention list. And I, I'm going to catch hell for saying it. But girlfriends should probably have been, like, on my maybe six or seven there. That actually was a decent show. It was a much That's better right. version. I did it was, like girlfriends. girlfriends. I forgot oh, it's better that. than... It's better than Sex in the City. I used to watch that. It's better than Sex in the City. It's better than Sex in the City. I don't know about that, but um, I'll I'll say it was good. I don't uh, know yeah, it's a good show. Sex in the City. What, what, like, what, 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 Golden Brook? The Golden Something? What was that one? Yeah, Golden Brook. Uh huh. Golden Brook. And the light skinned chick was hot too. It's Persia White. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's a good show. I mean, you know, the star of the show was by far the least attractive one. But um, what was that? Oh, Sorry, you talking about Donna Ross's daughter? Yeah. Yeah, and she joined the show that you claim you like. Um, I do. Right. Um, what was the other one? Like Malcolm. Tracy Ross. Yeah, that's her name, Tracy Ross. Yeah. Well, Malcolm and Eddie. She's on. uh, What's that show? Blackish. Yeah. But some of those other ones, I didn't even watch them. I can't even tell you that I didn't dislike them because I didn't watch them. I didn't watch Homeboys Now in Space or Malcolm and Eddie or uh, oh, any of them shows. Oh, you really going. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, that's some stinkers. really big indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that is pretty bad. Now, right. now, do you remember, remember when they did the Black Eye Couple with, uh, with Lamont and Ron Glass from – Barney Miller. Now you pulling out shows. I don't think I ever watched it. Well, nobody did. Apparently, <laughs> it probably wasn't all, but maybe thirty-five minutes. <laughs> it, had, it had. Well, it's about, about the same run as Bounce Galactica. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, but so yeah, that that that's a great top five that we had. You know, like I said, um, some good. Why watch it? <laughs> The what? The wire is the wire no. for your mystery and blackology. Yeah, uh, if you again, if you call it that, then the shield is a sitcom too, because the shield has way more. The shield was great as a great show. The shield is and, a great and, and show. Underrated. It is. Agree. It's very underrated. But it's not a sitcom either. No, mm. it's not. I agree. It's not right. a sitcom. It's, it's a calm tragedy, man. <laughs> calm tragedy. Calm tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> and calm track. All right, so if we start to uh, wrap up uh, podcast twenty six, um, anybody got any? I got one RIP. Like again, we haven't been together in forever, and I wrote that article about uh, Prince's protege since Vanity passed away. That one, that was right. twelve year old me pretty hard. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, that that hurt. Yeah, that would hurt bit. a little bit. And she was fifty seven. Uh, so I mean that's far enough away, but it ain't. Huh? Sheila, he's fifty-seven too. Yeah, but I don't think she put her body through what Vanity put her body through in between ages like twenty-five and maybe thirty-five. Um, she shaved off some years with heroin and whatnot. Um, right. So Prince, yeah. Right. Yeah. He, I read an article where she said Prince, Prince was right. Satan. Yeah, Prince. He basically called him out as Satan. She yeah. said, that yeah. whole phone was nothing nice. And I was right. like, <laughs> but hold that thought. She might say that, but did she run down like Nikki Six from Motley Crue? Because when she started to go off the rails, that's who I remember she was with, not Prince. So, okay. I don't, 
So Prince, that Prince, Prince might be was, ha- Prince is easy. I think, I think from the article I read, I think she said that Prince was part of the reason she started using drugs and stuff like that. So oh, I I'm think sure she ain't started, easy to get along with. I think, yeah, what you say made him easier to get along with? I'm sure he ain't easy to get along with. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I from the article I read, that Wild was, bitches. <laughs> that was part of what she said, that she started using drugs and so forth, you know, when she was in, you know, dealing with him. Okay. Yeah, well, well what, I mean, you can't say nothing bad about that, people, so I'm going to let that go. Um, I can't. No, I'm 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 good. Uh, I will commit black heresy here and say um, I know some people hold the last dragon to some sort of whatever mystical black creature movie, whatever. That movie. I don't. I don't. That, that movie. I have I have never thought that movie was good. I good. never thought it was good. But, but that's, and it's it really hard to watch. You know. Several some odd years later, thirty-three years later, and, and granted, and I haven't tried to, but yeah, I, I mean that movie is not good. Why no. do people love that movie? How <laughs> <laughs> about Shona? Yeah, Ty Mac. What the fuck? Yeah, that's not a good movie. I saw that in the movie theater. No, it's not a good Nick. movie. Um, and it ain't good. Um, no, at all. Uh, sorry, I, I know. I, yeah, come at me if y'all want to, but that's not a good movie um, at all. Uh, if you, if, if you, if you, if you, I think we're all in agreement there that it is not okay. a good movie. Yeah, we're good. Um, so, anywho. Uh, so, yeah, that was the rest in peace. And did you see the dude from um, from Rocky died, Big Hush? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah told the, me. The guy that played the trainer. Yeah. Yeah. They they said he was in all of them. Uh, I think the Creed. first six. Yeah. He's not. He's not in Creed. No, he's not in Creed, but he was in all the other ones, I believe. Yeah, that's the only one he the wasn't. First, he's been six. Yeah, for. Tony Burton. Six. Yeah, Tony Burton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So he passed away. This is that was just this week this time. Uh, he passed away vanity a couple weeks ago. I don't think anybody else. Uh, Super significance passed away in between the time that since we've been together. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to Tony Burton. Um, any STFUs or STFUs? You think of any? I probably put um, some out. I know I got one off the top of my head. Greek. Who? Say it. Oh, um, Cheryl Teague. Oh yeah. Uh, Who is that? Cheryl Teague. Cheryl Teague. Oh. Model. Uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah I, I, I heard about her comment about yeah, the, I had, um, the plus size um, model. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to throw this out there. I never thought Cheryl Tease was pretty. I have never thought she was pretty. She has a nice body, and she had a nice body back when she was younger. But face-wise, I've never thought she was pretty at all. Right. So for, <laughs> for her to come out and speak about somebody else is saying a whole lot. But, right. yeah. Well, I um, my biggest issue was uh, and I and I this I told I sent an email to Big Hutch that uh, I went to uh, the PGA Superstore in Kennesaw and I met uh, one of the sports two of the sports star people that we talked to and I tweeted this out to Nick Cellini because he's a big fan of Ashley Graham who is the I hate that that term plus size model I hate it but the model that you know people were talking about I mean the, the girl is gorgeous I mean she is I mean if you can't get down yeah. with her. 
there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there's something wrong with you if you don't if you can't get down with that. And um, you know, he was a big fan, and he had, they tweet, I tweeted that to him, and then they used that for Don't Press Sin on uh, on Friday. Um, <laughs> and so you know, they, they used that for what? What was that again? And it's a segment on the radio show that's called Don't Press Sin. You know, where people tweet out stuff or say stuff that they shouldn't have said, and then they have to automatically, you know. Backtrack and apologize for. Oh, and so, okay. And she's already done her backtracking on that already. Oh um, yeah, I saw where she tried to backtrack. Yeah, so you quote yeah, Doctor. As far I, as supermodels go, I have never thought she was pretty. Never right. thought she was pretty. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the current model for the most part, except for Kate Upton. Right. And she, and, and they say she was fat. Yeah. I like her fat. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but she, but you know, have you seen? Well, uh, I, if you've seen her recently, she's put some oh, lost some oh, LBs yeah. too. Uh, yeah, yeah. you losing all the good recently. parts. Yeah, you losing well, all the good what parts. Look, what does she look like recently? I, I mean, I'm not trying to check she, her out. It's not, uh, she lost some weight. For obvious reasons, but yeah, what she look like? um, she's starting she to go. She's what? She lost some weight. She lost some weight. Yeah, Kate oh. Upton did. Yeah, she's losing it in in the good part stuff, which is not good. Yeah, yeah, that and I, you saw when when they had that photo leak thing about a year or so ago, and they yeah. showed her and they showed her yeah. without makeup and stuff. Yeah, she wasn't good looking. I hit by a bag of nickels. And if you gonna go yeah. with <laughs> without makeup, Ralph, it's a whole lot of folks that without makeup, you'd be surprised that it's the same person. Correct. I mean, those makeup artists make a lot of money for a good reason. They are artists. Right. Artists. Yeah, they I agree. do some magic on some folks. <laughs> magic. That's exactly what it is. Um, so, yeah. Hey, so, like, I guess on one of those cameras look like Adele. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adele is attractive, though. She's just big. That's all. All right, if you can't get down with Adele, there's something wrong with you two. Well, wait a minute now. Now, Kate Upton, I'm not sorry, but Adele is getting, she does all look all right because she's getting all the vitamins. Because... <laughs> all the vitamins. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she ain't missing none of the, she ain't missing no meals. That's her engine no. name. Right. Oh, I, sorry. And my other SGFU is to the person that is named after, to the Carson, to Carson, uh, uh, ben Carson, he gets it. He gets his own award this week. Um, and I don't know if you saw the thing where he was saying that uh, Ben Carson, he isn't black. Oh, he said that Obama isn't black like he is. He was raised white. Mm. <laughs> well, you have, I, I mean, you all, you've almost come to expect something like that from him. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's no big surprise. Yeah. That whole platform is just a mess. The Republican platform is a so. Did you hear there you is what, no uh, what's his name? Lindsey Graham was saying. He said they crazy as bad shit, and it, and he is absolutely correct. They are crazy as bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he said I was kicked off, or I had to give up my, you know, campaign. But look what's left. I mean, yeah. the Republican wow. Party. The Republican Party is R I T. Yeah. They are a mess. Yeah, wins no doubt. The five, whoever wins of, of the five that ain't Ben Carson or or Kasich, and they're not, they have no chance of winning. The no most three are all are are just death. Mm. Yep. 
Yeah, it's dead. But yeah, he uh, he made that remark about you know because Obama, you know, many also said that people picking on him, like uh, like liberals are picking on him because he's you know he's black. I was like, huh? What? Did you? Like, yeah, did you that's, that's that, in the you know because I. That's, during that the debate, because they they had to, and so it's five of them left, and they and the only way they can respond is if somebody you know dresses them. And he was like, "Will somebody attack me?" Because nobody yeah. was saying anything about it. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, that that's where they're at. That's yeah. where the, the, the DOD is. That's where they were beforehand. You just not all. You wasted a whole lot of time and money putting put on a good suit." Oh, there was no way to go, and no way in Haiti they were going to go through two black presidents, no matter <laughs> yeah. how good their credentials are. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, so to Ben Carson and to um, Cheryl Teagues, we collectively tell you to please shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, please shut it. All right, so this is going to wrap up Podcast 26, our sitcom podcast. Um, please, uh, when you listen to the podcast, whether it be on SoundCloud or on iTunes, please subscribe. Please leave comments. Uh, you can find uh, Brothers Comics at on Twitter at Brothers Comics. You can find us on Facebook at Brothers Hutchinson. Uh, look us up, like us, tweet us, retweet us, leave comments, uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave comments. We'd like to get some feedback on how we're doing. Uh, so definitely, please do that. Um, coming up, what do we got coming up? Uh, tomorrow, we hope to have uh, an interview with uh, stars of The Counselor, uh, Curtis Cook, who's a friend of the show. Um, we hope to have Curtis, the main actor, uh, I think it's Chad Eric Brown, and then the creator or the director of the show as well on uh, the podcast tomorrow to do an interview with them to talk about their web series, The Counselor. Uh, I binge watched it yesterday. It's about an hour and some change long. Uh, it's very good. Uh, this is hashtag Black Man Action. This is looking at mental health issues from a black perspective, which uh, definitely want to talk to them about uh, being uh, somewhat of a counselor myself. Um, you know how this idea, how this concept, or where this concept came from. I tweeted it out on our Facebook page and our Twitter feed, and you know the feedback from people that watched it already were like, you know, this is incredible. This is amazing. You know, thanks for sharing this with me because I didn't know, you know, I mean, so definitely check that out. And so we hope to have them on. Also, tomorrow on Sunday, we have the Battlestar Galactica live tweet. Um, if you are going to boycott the Oscars, uh, which I haven't decided if I am or not, but I am for sure going to watch Battlestar Galactica with some fans. Uh, so you can join in uh, with me to watch that. That's hashtag BSG78. Uh, that's at 6 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, got anything else coming up, Big Hush, your female perspective? Um, no, not really. <laughs> anything you're looking forward to coming up in Geekdom? In Geekdom? Um, I mean, I'm still watching Arrow, and I'm missing the X-Files already. Um, yeah, it's already yeah. off, right? So, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that Lex. That the last X Files episode, but maybe yeah. ever. <laughs> it might need to be ever. <laughs> you know, and of course, I can talk about how I got shut out of Comic Con in, in 60 minutes or less. 
Yeah, I I got your email about that. You were shooting for the fences right there anyway. I don't know how you thought that that was going to happen. But you tried. That's all you can do is try. Um, Right, two or three times in the last 10 years. Right. And, I mean, we talked about this off mic about, you know, especially probably some cons that are closer to us that we could do where we could drive and not have to spend a crap ton of money to get to and probably have a similar experience. Uh, Maybe not the exact experience, but at least similar. Uh, so, especially if Sandman would open up his house and let us crash, that would really help out. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, that that um, coming up for me. Um, still watching Supergirl. Uh, trying to get into Arrow. Uh, me and my son have been watching it kind of a little bit off of um, off of Netflix, uh, and I'm liking it. You know, probably the first four episodes into the first season. Big fan of it, at least through the first four episodes. Still trying to catch up on the Flash season one. Haven't finished it quite yet, uh, but I'm almost there. Probably have like maybe three more uh, episodes to go. And I'm trying to finish Jessica Jones on Netflix as well. It's probably come to the last three episodes of that. And I oh, I get thought that you finished. watched that whole thing. No, I'm still like, I'm on episode like 10. Um, and oh. it's just, you know, the, and they list those shows out like that, and I don't have a lot of chances or time to binge watch. Um, and so. I, and that's a show that I can only binge watch at a certain period of time because of the content. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and when I can do that, I'm also trying to binge watch some sleep, the inside of my eyeball. So, um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I kind of miss it and then have to keep going back to it. Um, so, that yeah, might, I'm trying to get that show might be the number one sitcom these days. What? Binge watch your eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was about to say, if you call Jessica Jones a sitcom, we're going to have some problems. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I, know, I missed his joke. What did he say? <laughs>